there's definitely some kinks to work out with the NFTs, but it's all, it's very, very new. And I think there's so much good that can come from NFTs. So, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's another way to get that, that income that we're talking about. Just being financially yeah. literate. It'll be another way to, you know, pad your pocket in a way. Yeah. Welcome to the initiative where we talk about how kings can grow together and take the conversation to the next level. My name is Gabe and I'm Skylar. This is the Kings Initiative. But yeah, man. So uh we're back with another episode. <clears throat> back at it again with the white vans. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> I <laughs> I am uh, Daniel. That i one of the uh one of the shoes i wear a lot are white vans so i get reminded all the time yeah for sure of that video so yeah man we're back at it yeah so what do you think um today's gonna be a good topic dude that's yeah. what i think yeah yeah i think it's one that's a long time coming yeah um, i know you've gotten some requests for this i have also gotten some requests for this so i think it's going to be one that is very informative yeah I, i've actually uh I've, I've grown a liking to it i didn't and i think that was one of the things i, could, I never thought i could like relate to it in a way i thought it was just like corny kind of techie kind of like uh, yeah. you know you know yeah, just yeah. having that having that vibe about it but now that i'm like kind of not immersed in it but I did my my research and I thought familiar. it was yeah familiarity. I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Like, I wonder if like, what if I actually get into it? You know, right. like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, so, yeah. For I sure. know we're I know we're kind of beating around the bush, but today's the day we're talking about cryptocurrency, man. Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and we'll dive a little bit into um, you know NFTs and AR and VR. Um, augmented and uh virtual reality um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna finally get into it and what the metaverse has to offer and the blockchains and a lot of different information that you necessarily may not see us talk about you know we talk about yeah. life a lot of the times um so stick with us uh this is going to be very educational it's going to be a crash course um and i just hope that uh you retain some of this knowledge and uh yeah. 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 And I hope you find it useful because I know a lot of people don't have the time to necessarily do um, the research. They may hear Bitcoin this, Bitcoin that, um, maybe Dogecoin, uh, talking about Elon Musk. <laughs> um, and yeah, we should get into him. Too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and so this is just, I guess, your intro into crypto if you've never really. Um, heard about it or maybe um bitcoin is as far as you know there's a whole world um below i guess that tip of the iceberg that has to do with the this this whole this whole world of crypto yeah i don't know how else to put it but yeah anyways. i mean it's uh it's the third third web 
you know, yeah, it's the metaverse. Yeah, yep. so. exactly. So, so off the top right. of the dome, man. Uh, <clears throat> what's crypto to you? Why? Why is it important? And um, how does it affect your life? Uh, so, <laughs> I really enjoy crypto because I enjoyed the idea of being able to send money from person to person very quickly and without um, the banks being involved. So that's initially why I became fond of crypto. But my, I guess the passion came from being able to um, have another source of income, I guess, another revenue stream for me. Um, because it's a very, it was very volatile whenever I got into it. So you were making lots and lots of money if you're able to trade and trade smartly. Um, and so I found, I found it to be very um, like exciting. I don't know how, how else to put it, but it was just, yeah. it was very fun. And, and it, it only drew me, uh, you know, more and more into this world. It really immersed me and I started to really put the time and effort into research and learning about the technology, learning about the blockchain, how does crypto work? Why is it important? And I actually have a definition here on kind of what is crypto. So cryptocurrency um, is a digital currency designed to work as a medium of exchange through a computer network that is not reliant on any central authority, such as government or bank to help hold or maintain it. So, I mean, you've worked in a bank before, you know, the ins and outs of banks and yep. h- how do they make their money. So, yep. um, so yeah, it's, it essentially takes the middle person out. Yeah. So what, what about you? What about you? Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of new to, I say kind of, I am new to cryptocurrency. <laughs> You've been uh, on my butt for the past year, year and a half about Bitcoin, this crypto, that mm-hmm. NFT, this, and uh, finally, finally getting around to yes. it I feel, I feel like i'm late to the party but no better time to start than right now um and right. i think i think that's important so i i also have like a definition that i i had seen and mm-hmm. probably just a, re- a reiteration uh, you know it's just a structure that exists outside of the control of the governments and the central authorities um and then making them immune to government interference and hard to manipulate that is very interesting to me. I think that is important um, because I know that, for one, governments have manipulated the other way the economy should be. Um, and then certain things like, you know, inflation happens or you know, other, you know, stock market crashes in 08. Um, so that's definitely something that's very interesting to me uh, in, per se. Um, and then the fact that it's, you know, cheaper and faster, kind of like what you would say, um, it's very easy to transfer, you know, a a coin or funds to one to another or wallet to wallet, as you described to me before. Yeah. Um, so, and all that happens on a decentralized system. Um, and it doesn't, you know, collapse under like a singular, uh, failure, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's all on the blockchain. Um, so I guess for somebody that doesn't know what that is, explain what the blockchain is. Yeah. So, 
Um, essentially, if you can think of a blockchain in lame terms, um, I just think of it as an algorithm or essentially it is an algorithm, but just think of it as something that is an algorithm is just doing math problems and creating these spaces so this crypto can travel through and actually have a better definition here. Um, a blockchain is a system of recording information in a way that makes it difficult or impossible to change, hack, or cheat the system. Um, so a lot of times <clears throat> you hear of um, blockchains having this sort of ledger. So once you send a transaction through the blockchain, it can never be changed, altered, or messed with in any capacity. Um, if I were to send you money if I were to send you a large sum of money, like ten, fifteen thousand dollars, it could not be hacked. It could not be um, intercepted in any way. So it is one of the most safest forms of payments to be able to send through the web um, because it cannot be altered in any way. If you think of it, so you have this group of numbers, I guess you can say, the one zero one zeros, and you send it through the web. They pretty much spread themselves out through the web and whenever it gets it reaches its destination it kind of comes back together actually it does come back together um, and comes and forms what you essentially call um, your transaction and so um, it, it to me that's so neat because you know the web itself is a fascinating place um, and for this technology to already be here to be able to send these kind of payments um, I don't know. It's just it's just awesome that we're we're here now, um, and that we're able to do this. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um, I guess I'm kind <clears throat> of an old head, uh, and you're talking about these new things that are happening on the web. Um, right. When social media came out, um, I know for myself that was something that I wanted to get into. I wanted you know my own page. I wanted to build a profile. I wanted to let people know what I was doing at the time. And this was right. like. 07, 08, 09, like when it started getting big, you know, high school, like early, like, or late junior high. Um, but with this one, I don't know what it was. It was just being very hesitant. I don't know if it was just because of finances. You know, my, my parents taught me how to save, but they never taught me financial literacy. Right. Um, they never told me that there's other ways to make money other than just going to a job and trading your time for money. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think I think that's important to understand with this, um, that it can be a certain type of income, um, a, even a portfolio income. If if you wanted to go that route, I know we'll, yeah. we'll dive in a little bit about the the properties uh, and buying them on the metaverse and you know selling them and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah. But also to to almost make it a passive income as well. Um, yeah. So, to earn money when you're when your head is like laying on the pillow and yeah so yeah exactly i think i think this is an important subject to dive into um yeah. that i'm currently educating myself on <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah so, yeah so yeah, yeah for sure that's how i feel about it okay yeah yeah um yeah and i'm glad you said that because why is this relevant to king's initiative and i think it's relevant because you know, as, as individuals, we have to learn to grow and adapt to this new world. And um, just having 
the ability to evolve. Like you said, we are all about the social media, the web one, web two era, but this web three is like, it's different. And I think it's different because we're adults in this new world. And so we're growing up seeing that, or we're being adults seeing this for the first time. And it's, it's a little nerve wracking. Um, Very nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause as child, as child, as children, we uh, learn to accept things. We immerse ourselves in things a lot easier than you do as adults. Uh, because as adults, I feel like sometimes we have our mind made up on how we do things. Okay. Yeah. And so like we were talking about this earlier, how, you know, um, this new generation, this isn't a far leap from them for them because they grew up in this digital technology world. Yes. Um, so cryptocurrency, this metaverse, NFTs, this isn't new for them. Um, or I'm sorry, it's not a far leap for them. So I think it's important because I think we have to stay up with the times um, and continue to grow. And you talked about financial literacy and you talked about the different types of income. Well, um, one income that most people do is have earned income, right? Yeah. Um, they trade their time for money. They cut a check. That's it. Um, you're you're really not diversifying your income. You're only the only type of income you have is trading your time for money. Whenever it comes to earned income, this gives you another avenue, which is called portfolio income, to really be able to take that leap and i think cryptocurrency more than anything else has had life-changing impacts um as far as being able to one day wake up and have tons of money in your account because a, a crypto jumped from two dollars to a hundred dollars yeah because there was utility and hype behind it so you would call that capital gains income um, and then there's passive income whenever you're making money when you're sleeping or you're not you, you know you're not essentially focused on that yeah um, and that could be real estate whatever but yeah i think that it's important because it dives into that conversation of having financial literacy and i know i kind of went on a long-winded way to say why it's important but i think <laughs> i no, think yeah it, yeah it's, it, it, it's important yeah because um i mean you know it's not going away yeah uh, exactly it, it's these are these are transactions that are going to happen like quick Yes. And, and it doesn't take two to three business days for, for it to go through like normal, normal banks. And then even then, some of them take seven to 10 business days to get your check from somewhere else. You know, it's, it's, it's done on a transaction. It's done on a ledger. And like you were saying, it, it is forever going to be on this ledger and it cannot be erased. And I think that is my, my most important factor or my, my kind of pro to to talking about this is because there has been a lot of crime in um, manufacturing the uh, certain ledgers or manufacturing certain finances to where people don't owe as much like as far as taxes go or they they get a lump sum earlier than they're than they're supposed to so there's right, no yeah. doctoring this transaction yeah. it's always going right. to be there it's and and i think that's important to talk about yeah yeah and it's that's the most transparent part of this and i think that it helps like you said keep people honest and that was the whole premise behind this um when bitcoin came out is 
it came out after the the stock market crash in 2008 and the housing market crash they were tired of of the dishonesty the creator of bitcoin i think he was just sick of people being able to cheat and and buff the numbers and yeah this was a way this was a solution um and it scares a lot of people i know there's a lot of resist resistance to cryptocurrency when it first came out yeah jp morgan chase warren buffett calling it you know whatever name in the book they could think of that it yeah. wasn't gonna last it's a bubble this yeah. is not good and so yeah there's been a lot of negative connotations and one thing <clears throat> that i always tell people when they're investing um and this is something that you know take with a grain of salt is don't do what the billionaires are are telling you to do I think what you're trying to go at is that they're giving you advice and they're doing something else. They're, they're trying to say one yes. thing and then do another. Is yeah. That- their point. Yeah. Yeah. So th- they're telling you don't, in- don't uh, invest in Bitcoin. Don't do this. Don't do that yet. They're buying up every Bitcoin they can, yeah. but they're telling you don't, don't do it. So don't do what, <laughs> don't do what they're telling you to do. What they're doing is pretty much what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> don't do as i say do as i do or, yes I yes get yes i get you why why are you telling me not to invest in this but yet you're buying up every bitcoin possible yeah right now so yeah. um it's almost hypocritical so yeah most def most def all right so we went through some of the uh the pros in this um give me some cons man i know there are a lot of skeptic skeptical people out there and they're just gonna try to find something so let's be transparent let's let's find some yeah. cons like right up front yeah, um, so it is volatile. Um, it is one of uh, one method of investing that is it's not for the faint of heart because sometimes it can get a little little crazy, and there is a lot of cryptocurrencies. Just like there is a lot of stocks that you can choose from on the stock market, um, there is a lot of cryptocurrencies, and all cryptos are not created equal. And that is why doing your DD is important. Um, your due diligence and doing research. And you can't just dive into any crypto because some influencers said so. And I see that a lot. I see a lot of people get scammed out of their money because so-and-so said invest in this. Um, that can happen a lot. And it's one of the downfalls of cryptocurrency. Yeah. Because it's a 24-7 nonstop um, world. It doesn't stop like the stock market does. So that is, gl- that is gl- one downfall. I'm glad that you said that um, because that's the main thing that I understood out, out of that, the, the, the volatility of it. When I'm sleeping, somebody else is doing something with my money. And right, yeah. That's that's scary for me. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily like to gamble in a way. Um, so that it feels like I was gambling or if it would feel like I am gambling, um, mm-hmm. my money and, you know, I wake up and I'm down 20 some percent, 30%. Right. I, I would, I would get a gut <clears throat> punch. I would, I would feel sick to my stomach in that sense. So in that sense, what, what would you, what would be your advice to somebody like me? Yeah. Way? So, um, invest what you can afford to lose. So I would never, you know, put, don't put your eggs all in one basket. So that, that is something you definitely want to start out with smaller amounts of investing. 
And exchanges now have made it easier for you to be able to invest like Coinbase, Binance, Crypto.com. There's different exchanges. Gemini is another one that have allowed you to essentially plug in your credit card and buy $100 worth of Bitcoin, $200 worth of Bitcoin, just to get your feet wet. And so invest what you can't afford to lose. Um, maybe budget it out of your entertainment or whatever for that month. So That's you awesome. can just see, see, you know, yeah, what it does. And another, another thing I want to say is if you're going to invest in crypto, you have to be able to willingly to hold it long-term. One of the things that makes it easier for me to invest in crypto is knowing that whatever the market does, my goal is two, three years out. What is the market going to look like? Because right now a lot of crypto is run through hype. Um, like I said, Elon Musk has a lot to do with that with Dogecoin and just yeah. like the hype behind that. Um, other influencers have a lot to do with some of this hype behind crypto. What I'm looking at is the utility behind some of these cryptocurrencies. And so if I know, hey, this crypto is doing such a good job and they're so efficient and their ecosystem is going to run really smooth and it's going to help transactions in the future and partnering with these people. What is that going to look like in three to five years? Well, that is the coin I'm going to stake my ground in and kind of just leave it there until I can come back to it. And so again, that's why I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket because I can forget about that and come back in five years and be like, oh, look, my investment has gained such and such percentage. And so, yeah, it's essentially another way of, of just having passive income, like you said. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But yeah, so that's the, I guess that's my advice when it comes to the volatility um, behind okay. cryptocurrency. Okay. Yeah. I mean, apart from the the criminal activities that you know I've already stated about it. Yeah. But I've heard that they are they're high on energy and it takes a mm. lot to consume when mining these coins and creating these coins and in, in per se. And I I even heard along the lines of like to make one coin it really it takes so much energy that it could power one city or one small town how how do you justify that uh, and how how would how would we say that this is okay you know what i mean right. right yeah so that is one of the problems that cryptocurrency is running into right now and i don't i don't know the solution to that because it does take a lot of energy Obviously, there's a lot of smart people working on how to make it, you know, energy efficient. Um, I know I worked as a blockchain engineer, um, is what you could call it, for a little while. I was learning how to mine Bitcoin. The uh, job didn't last very long because of certain things didn't pan out. But I learned a lot during that time while I was working. And yeah, the amount of energy it takes to power mining rigs that cr essentially create the blockchains that create the Bitcoin is a lot. And it, it drains the energy from the surrounding city. And, and not only that, but it also is, you know, can create pollution. So having an ability to solve that, um, I think will come later. But yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot we can do right now. Yeah. And I, that was kind of a loaded question in a way. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, I already, I already kind of knew, I, I think it's just because technology isn't there yet. 
Yeah, you know? and, exactly. And, that, and that's yeah. an easy way to put it. You know, technology, it takes time. And we, we're in the web, we're entering a web three now, but look how long it's been since web two was introduced. When right. was it? 96, 97 when Google came out. Um, right, yeah. And so it's been almost 20 plus years or just a little under 20 years to actually really understand the Google uh, and just how social media plays into it. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I I set you up on that one. (laughs) No, you're good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a problem that needs to be addressed. So, because that is a really negative con to this. I mean, I know there's that, um, there's some places that really mine Bitcoin that shut down because they were using way too much energy. So that's a, that's a problem because if they shut down, um, then your whole market gets shut down and, it can be a big problem. So it's definitely something that needed to be addressed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the coins, the crypto coins within itself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like we have, we have the big main coin, which is Bitcoin. That is the coin that is probably the most recognized coin out of all of them. And then we got ether or Ethereum, ETH, Take your choice. It's all the same coin. <laughs> uh, the first time I heard that, I thought of Thor and yeah. Marvel. <laughs> it is yes. the ether. Ether, yes. And then you got ADA, which is Cardano, um, and then you got Solana, uh, which is Sol or Sol, and then you got BNB, which is Binance. Um, and those are just some of the top cryptocurrencies on the on the coin market cap. Of course, if you want to take a look, there's thousands of cryptocurrencies. And I didn't even mention Dogecoin and Shiba, yeah. some of the smaller ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I say smaller coins. They they uh run at smaller prices, I guess is what I should say. Um, there's there's one more that I can't think of off the top of my head. And is it something like TH or TC something or Terra Luna? Hair, is that what it is? Uh, there's one called Terra Luna. I'm not Terra sure. Luna. Okay. Um, that's that's probably what I'm thinking in my head, and it's like abbreviated, has an acronym. Um, but I've heard a lot of you know good things about that one. Obviously, being a little bit smaller, but oh, you know, TRX maybe. That's it. XRP and TRX. That's okay. What XRP. It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. glad you said X because I would have never. <laughs> I would have never. It's XRP and TRX. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So XRP is another one. They actually got in a little trouble with the SEC. Um, so because uh-huh. they were trading as a as something they weren't supposed to be, but they're kind of hashing it out right gotcha. now. Gotcha. Um, and it'll be a cornerstone case for crypto. But yeah, yeah, th- there's definitely a lot of cryptos. And it's honestly dealer's choice when it comes to picking and choosing yeah. on which one's right fit for you. What does TRX stand for again? Trying to show uh, Tron. Tron. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. Tron. So it's actually another like di- like Disney, like you know, Disney, the Tron movie. Have you ever watched that movie? Oh yeah, actually I have. Yeah, the little motorcycle. They actually they're making a Tron ride at Disney. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, yeah, you can get on the on the motorcycle and yeah, it's gonna be a crazy fast roller coaster. So no, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So I guess that's uh Let's go into what fungible and non-fungible means, because I know that <laughs> Bitcoin is fungible and it's just a fun word to say. Sure. Yeah. So I'll give you the definition real quick. Uh, so since Bitcoin is fungible, it's basically saying that you can trade one coin for another and you would have the exact same thing. 
And then opposed to that, if you have a one of a card or one of a kind trading card, technically that would be non-fungible. Um, if you have traded it for a different card, then you have something completely different. You're right. Um, so now we're kind of getting into NFTs and what non-fungible tokens are. Yeah. And the similarity between Bitcoin and these tokens. So describe right. the similarity, first of all, and like the blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. And and let's go into NFTs. Yeah. So the similarity between Bitcoin and NFTs is that they're both run on the blockchain and they form a digital ledger essentially that can never be manipulated it's all run through this world of the blockchain Um, that's the similarity of the bitcoin and nft however a non-fungible token i guess i have a definition here is a non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain um, a form of digital ledger that can be sold and traded Types of NFT data units may be associated with digital files such as photos, videos, and audio. So yeah, so that's that's kind of the definition I have for that. And that's awesome because I actually just thought it was going to be clip art, and it was okay <laughs> motion clip art or digital clip art. Like it was kind of cool. I'm like, oh, that's whatever. But when you mm-hmm. said when you had told me that it was like a photo or a song in a way, yeah. and by yeah. photo I mean like actual like art and not motion art. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought that was super cool. I yeah. thought that you could continually make money off your song when we're talking about like royalties and stuff. Um, yeah, I thought that was a cool aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, NFTs, an artist can essentially sell their work, um, sell like they sell in a painting, and create it into an NFT, and they'll. F- forever get royalties they'll forever get paid on this painting every time that painting is sold to another person they are getting a i guess a percentage of that sale that is a cool aspect that they kind of integrated in this system of nfts um, and it definitely changes the ball game for artists because at one point in time you sell a picasso painting i like a picasso <laughs> <laughs> uh right they that's that is the last time you're going to see any type of compensation for that. Um, this way, the artists really get taken care of. Um, I know, was it Tory Lane sold his album as an NFT and he, it sold out within minutes. And so now the only people that own that album uh, are essentially, um, if they ever sell it, Tory Lane's will continue to get compensation for that album. And it kind of takes record labors out, out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually glad that you said that um, because uh, when I first heard of NFTs, that was the first thing that came to my mind. And I was like, can't you like copy paste digital art? Like if you yeah, have yeah. it, like I can have it too. Watch. Like, <laughs> let me, I bet I got this Mac. I can do something with it. But yeah, no, that it was really cool um, when you first like introduced it to me. And then I started doing my research and it's just designed to give you something that, you know, a copy can't. And it's yeah. that initial ownership and right. saying that i have this it's like almost having the mona lisa in your <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah so i think that would be cool although i heard the mona lisa is only like a 12 by 10 10 by 12 or something like that yeah it, it, it's very it's re- underwhelming <laughs> it's really small and yeah. it makes it supposed to be so especially having you know a younger brother 
Um, he has these profiles on these video games and things like that. It becomes like a flex because I've actually asked him like, what's yeah. on your, what's on your profile? Like, what do you have? He'll dive into it. And then he's almost like flexing on me in a way. He's like, look at yeah. my character. It has this. What does your character have? Right. I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're really flexing on me over a character, like an avatar. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. Um, so it kind of goes back to our first, um, our other episode when we talked about how our, our kids are li- really just dived into, you know, our digital world. Yeah. They, they, they're sitting right into it. They're in the mix right now. Um, and he actually knows about nfts he's 10 years old he's yeah. all like yeah i've seen those they're really cool and i asked him do you know how to make it like would you like to make it he's like yeah, yeah. that would be really cool and so it kind of it kind of brings me back on i'm not i'm not much of a, a logan paul guy but <laughs> right yeah he does have an nft and it you know he boxes and everything and he has his own uh trading card and it yeah has his, hit power it has his you know credentials like his specialties and stuff like that i thought that was really dope like yeah. really uh forward in the way of thinking and i'm like wow yeah. why didn't we ever think like this when we were younger like right. why couldn't yeah. we be the character as opposed to buying a character you know what i mean that's really cool i think uh you you mentioned logan paul and actually read something the other day that a project that he's working on um where he's taking a polaroid camera um everywhere he goes and he called he called it the 90 day project and every day for 90 days he's taking a picture um of maybe an event that he's at i know one he was boxing floyd mayweather and it was like a picture of him like kind of dodging a punch from floyd mayweather through this polaroid camera um, anyways, he, he's taking pictures for 90 days and he's going to sell them. He's going to transform them into NFTs and sell them as a one by one. And I thought that was a really, really cool idea. I was like, how unique, like, I know it's his. And so he has a lot of fans and stuff. So people yeah. are going to go crazy over that, but just yeah. like for, you know, just different aspects of life of being able to really transform art and calling a polaroid photo one of one yeah being able to sell it as nft um and really being the only person to be able to own that nft so yeah 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 no that's awesome kind of kind of along the same lines this couple they actually worked for a blockchain tech company and Mm -hmm. they were going to get married and so what they did was they wrote their wedding ring nfts to the blockchain and they created a transaction and so now uh, it gives the impression that it'll always be there. Kind of like we were saying about the transaction yeah. will always be there and you can't change it. Yeah. That's yeah. a symbolization of their love and wow. their vows. Like yeah. I, I, I didn't get that until like right now, to be wow. honest. Yeah. And yeah. So I was, that's like super dope. That's super creative, especially yeah, being, very creative. If you're, if you're in that realm of like the tech and you love what you do, why wouldn't you immerse yourself? Hey, this is a part of us now. And now we're Um, a part of it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's taking, it's taken, uh, the creativeness of people into a different realm. Um, and it's, I think it's really awesome to see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I guess if I wanted to get into it, how do I buy? How do I sell? Where do I go? What are the companies? Where would you go for this? 
Yeah. Um, so there's actually some websites that I have actually bought NFTs from. Um, and one of the most popular ones is called OpenSea. So OpenSea uh, is one of the ones that I, I think they have the most diverse uh, group of NFTs that you can buy from. I also own NFTs from DraftKings and Crypto.com. They also have their own marketplace um, that you can buy NFTs from. But OpenSea, I think, is the hardest one to buy NFTs from because you have to have a wallet, um, essentially, that's connected to the metaverse, and you have to be able to send money to this wallet. And it's essentially not a <clears throat> so wallet and an exchange are two different things. And sometimes people get them confused because on an exchange, essentially, you have a wallet on there and you can store your crypto, but it's you can't add it to these open seas. Um, these places where you can buy NFTs because it's an exchange. It's not a wallet. Um, so one wallet that I use is called MetaMask. Uh, MetaMask is a wallet that um, you can connect to OpenSea. Um, once you send uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum over to OpenSea on your MetaMask wallet, you can essentially buy these NFTs. Um, so it's a little bit tricky and it's definitely, I would tread lightly if you're a beginner going on OpenSea, um, definitely do your research, definitely uh, understand how to transfer crypto because that is another aspect that can be tricky. Because if you essentially send the wrong crypto to the wrong wallet, it's gone forever. There's no do-overs. It's not reversible. So that's another con. You can't really mess up, but it also makes that I don't know. <laughs> you're you have to be on your toes whenever you're messing. You can't you can't be asleep doing this. So, um, yeah. but it's very it's it's OpenSea is one that I I definitely recommend if you're able to kind of um, grab a hold of this this kind of way of tra- doing the transaction on the wallets. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I actually have a couple more, um, like Nifty Gateway, Grimes Choice, and then Rirable. I think that's how you say it. But I think you kind of nailed it on the head. OpenSea, uh, that marketplace, like con- conducts like most of the transactions, and it's like worth over thirteen billion dollars. Kind of looking to be like the new Amazon of NFTs. Uh, kind of the easiest. Right. It's supposed to be the easiest place to buy and sell, and that's kind of you kind of hit on it already. That there there is some struggles with it just to create an account, but once you get into it. Yeah, um, they say it's, that it's the that other marketplaces have been more focused and controlled on just like the art gallery. Um, yeah. So like a kind of museum in a way where this yeah. one has a broader aspect of NFTs. This has everything from maybe a song to yeah. motion clip art to, you know, your regular still picture. Um, so things like that. Yeah. Um, so I thought I thought that was neat in a way. Also, um, there was some discrepancies uh, with OpenSea that I heard, just with the, like the security flaws and people like buying their own NFTs and inflating their own prices and like right. trying to get yeah. more royalties. So obviously, what we're, what I'm trying to say is like I'll do your due diligence and <clears throat> do your research because this is yeah, of course. Like he like he was saying, like you can't go back once you once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, there's no do-overs, definitely. And you kind of mentioned the cons of NFTs right now. Anything new, there's some kinks to work out. And, you know, a lot of people are inflating the price of their NFTs by uh, selling it to themselves. 
Um, so essentially they've, there's been some NFTs where they've bought in um, for very cheap, maybe $200. And later, because of hype or whatever reason, this NFT gets sold for $400,000. Wouldn't that be but, nice? <laughs> right. And I mean, it has happened for real. But there has been some instances where it hasn't happened for real, where this person sold it to himself. So essentially, he bought it, uh, his own NFT. He put it for sale, bought his own NFT, so he didn't lose any money. But now he could say his NFT is worth $400,000. Wow. And so someone can also buy NFTs for $400,000 as a tax write off. Because what do most rich people do? They go buy art. They go buy stuff oh i bought this i bought a jet i bought i gotta write it off so i'm not paying so many taxes so they've seen a, a problem with that because sometimes you can get a little fraudulent oh i bought this piece of art for fun of that but you really bought it from yourself that's an issue so there's definitely some kinks to work out with nfts but it's all it's very very new and i think there's so much good that can come from nfts so yeah yeah. yeah, it's a, it's another way to get that that income that we're talking about. Just being financially yeah. literate, it'll be another way to you know pad your pocket in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so most definitely, I I completely understand the 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 usage of NFTs and yeah what it brings to the table. At the same time, just like anything else, you know, it could be used for bad to you know, right. get, get rich quick scheme. You know, yeah. Yeah, just like anything. Um, and there's def there's definitely utility to NFTs. And That's there's a good also word for it. Yeah, and there's also a lot of fun, um, especially if you're a collector. Um, I know that I collect uh some basketball cards and football cards and baseball cards and uh just seeing this the different forms of ways of being able to collect, but on a digital way and having a maybe a one of one kind of thing. And I know you said that your brother was collecting, was it Pokemon cards? Yeah, dude. Um, he he came one one day uh, from school and he's like, "Hey, check out my uh, my new card." He's like, "It's a Snorlax and it's hol <laughs> it's holographic. It's like yeah. this, this, that, and the third. It's like the whole nine. And he yeah. gets it in a little pouch thing and it doesn't get like smudged. And I'm like, that's actually kind of cool, dude. Like, if you only knew that we collected those when I was your age." <laughs> yeah like this little nifty thing yeah dude that's exactly what it is right there yeah yep yeah so i have these graded basketball cards that i uh started collecting because i thought it was cool and um that actually reminds me that i actually do own nft forms of basketball cards uh from dapper labs um they're actually a big part of web3 essentially it's called nba top shot and now it's actually starting to become more mainstream. Um, when I got into it, it really wasn't. It was kind of a little bit difficult, like OpenSea was. Um, we had to send money and do all that thing to, <clears throat> to be able to buy it. But essentially, when it first came out, you could buy packs. And in these packs were three different random moments in the NBA where you could buy a moment that James Harden was doing, like a Eurostep dunk or a Eurostep whatever that's awesome um, lebron james was going for a crazy dunk or a block and so obviously the better the moment i think they had different tiers like like tier one tier two yeah tier three. yeah or yeah, color-coded like, yeah yeah the purple or the violet or the pink um moment or whatever 
and so the the more rare the the more the higher the price was and i know i saw some um there's a way that you could like check people's like profiles kind of like you said your brother was doing on his and see their moments and how much like each moment was worth and there's people's moments that were up in the millions that just got lucky that they bought a $200 like pack and got this rare moment that was a one of one and all of a sudden they have a $30,000 NBA top shot moment (laughs) and they they spent 200 bucks yeah so just that aspect of like wow I bought a $200 pack and now I could potentially sell this moment for 30,000 where I could hold on to it and maybe in five years it'll be worth more when lebron retires if he ever retires (laughs) yeah yep or or if you had a kobe uh, right beforehand and seeing him pass away it would inflate the price right there yeah exactly because even with even with you know trading cards i know his shoes you know went for a lot after he passed because i have a couple kobe's and i've searched up the price and they're way more than what I bought them for, <laughs> I, I yeah, I had a I had a pair of Kobe's or I have a pair of Kobe's. I bought yeah. them for sixty bucks. They don't go for sixty bucks right now. They go for no. a lot more. <laughs> yeah, you can't find any for that. So. No, so I don't even wear them. I just keep them there for good looks. You know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Stay tuned for part two. A whole new world.